Welcome to Deep Minds Think Alike. As uh, you guys can read the title, this one's definitely Don't Ask, Don't Tell. I know you got what you guys are thinking. It has nothing to do with gay rights. It has nothing to do with the military. It has nothing to do with anything like that. The reason why I'm calling this one Don't Ask, Don't Tell is because every time I tell one of my girlfriends, tell one of my co-workers, tell anyone, a sibling, a mom, a dad, anything about my love life, and I'm, I'm blowing them up, I'm like gassing them up, like, I just met this guy, really like him, has his life together, educated, makes me laugh, can be on the phone for hours. He lives a little far, but I really like him, and we haven't met yet. Let me tell my, let me tell my friends about him. And, uh, you know, it has happened so often in my life. And um, starting to realize it is a little bit of a trend here. The more you like someone, the more you start telling people about them, the higher the expectations you have for them. And you start to let a lot of stuff slide. Because what's easier? Um, yeah, well, he has a couple of issues. Or, ah, damn, I have to start all over again. And, and it's gotten to the point where I have to start all over again so many times. And I'm starting to think, why am I telling everyone about my dates with someone I really like? Or with the experiences I have with someone I really like that I haven't met yet or haven't met enough? And you can do a lot with someone, but in an instant, one conversation can turn the whole thing sour. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but... um. If you ever have a rotten fruit and you put it in a bowl with a whole bunch of fresh fruit, it will rot the whole bowl so quick. And that is how it is in the beginning of every relationship. You can think of it as so fresh, everything is so ripe, so good. A couple of days, it's going to be right where it needs to be. And one thing is said, whether it's from you or from them, that rubs you the wrong way. And that's kind of what happens in a lot of my dynamics is I'll tell someone something in honesty because a lot of it might not rub me the right way and I'll let them know this is how I feel about something. And instead of, you know, being respectful and saying like, hey, you know, I understand and stuff like that, immediately they hit the gas and they go even harder and harder until it's just too far and the whole bowl is rotting. And... What I'm going to start to do is I'm going to start keeping those moments for myself. I'm going to start, when I meet someone I actually see an investment in I like a lot, that I haven't had the opportunity to meet often enough or at all. How many of us have had connections with someone over the phone and met them and they are not the same person? Whether the conversation is so off, the conversation is forced, they don't look the same. They can't maintain eye contact. Or they're looking at the waiter and or waitress way more often than they're looking at you. When it comes to things like that, it hurts. It does. You can say it doesn't. You can tell your friends it doesn't hurt, but it does. Deep down, it does hurt that you have to do another first date again with someone new. You have to restart the same chapter with someone new. 
Don't you get bored of rereading the same chapter over and over and over again? Doesn't it get boring stopping at the same sentence with that anticipation that you're going to hit chapter 2 finally? Oh, I've been on chapter 1 for years. Let's see how this story progresses. I have told all my friends about chapter one with this person. I have told all my family about chapter one with this person. Hell, I have even bragged to my coworkers about chapter one. But I really want to see chapter two. Him and I have spoken about the last chapters of the book. Kids. Living, moving in together. Being in the same area together. But we haven't even went to chapter two yet. Maybe in a different episode, I'll talk about future talk too. And I don't know if you guys know what that is, but I can get into that a little bit more in this episode as well. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I hate rereading things and I hate rewatching episodes, especially if I remember them. And I've gotten to the point in my life where I am screaming to read chapter two. But every time I think I'm close, the whole book burns. And at some point, you have to look on the floor and realize that there's a lot of damn books down there. And it can't be all the book's fault that they keep burning. At some point, you have to realize that it is the reader's fault. And at some point, you have to realize that as much as you love your friends, as much as you love your family and your gossipy coworkers, you need to keep some moments to yourself. Now, I'm not saying not to, you know, go and tell your friends about dates you've been on. That's not it. Because a lot of people that are single nowadays aren't just dating one person. If you're on a dating app, you are going on dates or speaking to multiple people. And as much as you want to, again, lie to yourself and say you're not, or, oh, only, you know, certain types of people do that, that is not true. That is not true. You have at least more than two people on your Snapchat. If you have a Snapchat, you have at least more than two people over a phone number, or however, whatever social media you use, you have more than two. And if you don't, then you're really limiting yourself if you're not committed to one of them. Because what's going to happen is you're going to end up getting hurt. But we'll talk about that later. So what I'm committing to doing is I can talk about dates with guys I don't think it's going to work out with. But when I find a gem, when I find someone that makes me think about my future, and when I find someone that makes me think I'm not going to be alone... I think it's okay to live in that moment. And I think it's okay to not spoil it and to hold that moment longer. Because you don't know how long you're going to have that moment for. Some people are blessed and they have that moment for a really long time. And some people like me that have been in the dating scene for a while, we don't always have moments like those. And when we do, we need to keep it to ourselves. Our, our friends will be satisfied whether we tell them a story about someone we see a lot of, you know, potential in. Or if we tell them a story about someone that we had a really shitty date with that kept looking at the waiter's boobs. Like, 
either way, they'll be fine. But you know who won't be fine? Us. Because we're going to feel secondhand embarrassment if I just fucking told my friends about this guy. And we just got into an argument, me and this guy. And now I don't want to talk to him. I shouldn't feel like my feelings are invalidated. And I shouldn't feel like I need to stay with someone or, you know, go on a first date with someone just because I told my friends about them. And keeping these moments to yourself allow you so much freedom. You don't understand. It allows you the freedom to make your decisions with no one else being on your back. If you want an opinion, that's fine. But it's terrible when you're done with someone and then you have a friend that's like, yeah, so whatever happened to John anyway? Sometimes you just don't want to relive moments. It's like someone taking hope away from you. And then someone's like, hey, so remember when you had a little bit of hope? What happened to that? And so that's just how I feel. Don't ask. Don't tell. And if you have friends that badger you, give them a little something, you know? Give them a little taste of something else. Something else that happened, whether it was a month ago, a week ago, or it happened an hour ago from someone else. You can keep those moments to yourself. You're allowed to. I learned that a long time ago. You don't have to be an open book because trust me, honey, no one is. You can tell yourself, I tell my friends everything. I can guarantee your friends do not tell you everything. They don't. And I learned that. I learned that about myself. I learned about my friends because at one point I used to tell everyone everything. And when I would ask them a question, they would say, I don't feel comfortable answering. And they wouldn't. And I'm learning that some things are okay to have for yourself. You don't have to tell people everything. It's the same as a lot of people wouldn't bring their, you know, casual boyfriend or friends with benefits around their parents. You know why? Because your friend, your parents are always going to ask about them. Whatever happened to that guy from six years ago? How come you're not married? How come you don't have kids yet? You know, if you were with him, he would have been the perfect guy. You could dodge all of that. You don't need that conversation. You don't need that indirect feeling of embarrassment, but also failure. I just think we all kind of need a little less embarrassment. Especially, you know, with everything that's going on. We don't really need that. Now... I know there was something else I was going to mention. I'll probably mention it in my next podcast just because I know this one ran a little bit longer than I was expecting. But I will leave you with this. If someone asks you something and you're not comfortable with it, you need to allow them to respect your boundaries. But for them to respect your boundaries, you need to know what your boundaries are. And I'm saying this because it took me a long time to learn my boundaries. And it took me even longer for me to have other people respect them. And if you have real friends, they'll be able to respect some things. And you'll learn how to communicate with other people better, too. Especially when it comes to, you know, other men or potentially women that you're speaking to, whatever your romantic interest is. But guys, thank you so much for listening and I always appreciate you guys. Cannot wait 
for the next podcast. I already have some ideas thrown around. You guys have a good night.